So, the Missouri Court of Appeals upheld a $5.2 million judgment on Tuesday involving a Jackson County, Missouri woman who said she unknowingly caught HPV, the human papillomavirus, during unprotected sex in the luxury sedan of a former male romantic partner in 2017. After the woman notified Geico that she was seeking monetary damages, an arbitrator with Jackson County Circuit Court ruled last year that the man was liable for not disclosing his infection, saying the sex in the car directly caused or directly contributed to cause of the woman's contraction of HPV. You, you know what, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me just get to the motherfucking point. This ruling is a direct response to the ruling of the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard case. Yeah, I said it. Because somebody got to fucking say that shit. This article doesn't make any damn sense. What am I reading? Some woman who met a man and started a relationship in 2017 catches the cooties or some shit and, and, and needs to get cleaned up and washed up and disinfected, sprayed down with Lysol, and all of a sudden Geico Insurance owes her $5 million. What type of stupid fucking shit is this? And, and how the fuck did this case even get the court? How did it even get taken seriously? What type of dumb fucks are running the courts in Missouri, okay? I don't get this, okay? I don't know shit about law besides living by Robert's rules. Know what I'm talking about? At the end of the motherfucking day, I just, I don't understand this ruling. I don't understand this shit. It makes no sense at all. I mean, first of all, how do we know whether or not the bitch caught the shit in the car? Like, do we got time stamps for when this bitch, and, and, and when the HVP, and I'm like, 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 Okay, the dude, he, he did admit that he never told her that he had it. But first of all, how are we 100% sure that he had it? Not that he had it, but how the fuck do we know that she called it from him? She could have caught that shit from somebody else unknowingly. See, just listen to the language. I, I, was, I thought about reading the whole article, but I decided just that that should be enough for you to get the point of this pointless shit that's going on in the world right now. Where people get awarded 
five million dollar uh, judgments for having unprotected sex. I mean, what what, what are we gonna do now, huh? Um, I mean, look, nobody back in the day, you know, ever got a motherfucking check for getting screwed in a fucking phone booth. Know what I'm talking about? I mean, it, it, is it the quality of the car? You know, can I fuck a bitch in a hoop was Can she get some money from that? Or are they just going to award a couple hundred dollars? So I don't know what the fuck is going on with this, uh, this crazy ass case. And what the fuck does Geico have to do? You know, I don't understand. Like, like, not, not, apparently they're going to, you know, try to appeal. They, they better fucking appeal. Or if not, they just got to go out to get out the fucking insurance business. Because, I mean, I didn't know that her fucking pussy was insured and protected against the possibility of catching... HPV relative to a car. I mean, does this, 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 this sound looney tune to you? I mean, is it just me? Well, this shit just, just fucking crazy. So I, I don't know. I, I just believe, though, in my heart of hearts that this got something to do with Johnny Depp winning that fucking case. Okay. They're trying to balance the social, political scale of this. They're just complete nonsense of, you know, believe everybody that's a woman. I don't know. That's what it sounds like. It just sounds so political because, again, this case is just and, you know, I want to know who this bitch is. Forget that. You know how they, how they, like, if you win the lottery in certain states, you have to, uh, you know, tell everybody what your name is. Like, your name has to be revealed. Like, you can't do it anonymous, right? This hoe should not be allowed to be anonymously awarded $5.2 million. If they give it to her, hell, even if, 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 if the shit gets overturned and they're not forced to pay the money, as they shouldn't for you getting stuck and, and catching the cooties and shit in a, in a fancy car. If they do overturn it, I think the hoe should have to come out and say what the fuck her name is, um, M.O., whatever. You should have to say who the fuck you are. And, you know, because this, this to me, I'm embarrassed from fucking Geico. I don't even use I'm, I'm embarrassed for the, guy, for, for the gecko. I don't, I'm a gecko. I'm, I'm embarrassed for that little piece of shit right now, okay? You figured that, you know, the way that the, guy, the gecko talks, that Geico would have been smart enough to win this case initially. Well, I guess fucking not. I guess fucking not. But, you know, this is the world we live in where, you know, if, 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 if you got a pussy and it gets infected, then, you know, uh, it's like life insurance. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know Tina, Tina Turner had her legs insured. But I'm like, but like, that's not like if she gets poison oak or poison ivy, then somebody, the, the insurance of the person that owes the land. Look, I'm, I'm really getting worn out by talking about this shit. I, I should just move on.
But I just saw that shit this week and I just knew. I just knew I would have some feelings. And, and, and the way that I feel about it is that Amber Heard got something to do with it. I just know that that shitty ass motherfucker got something to do with this. That's all the fuck I know, okay? Five million dollar <laughs> STDs, boy. The fuck is going on out here? Um, well, I, I, I've been thinking um, a lot about um, physical media, right? Because, you know, like everybody else, I want new shit. I want old shit. I want new versions of the old shit. You feel me? And that's all the fuck we're getting most of the time anyway, right? Know what I'm talking about? So, I got a, a stack of DVDs sitting over here. And uh, I, I ain't watched most of them, you know. And, and I notice a pattern. When I actually watch, once, once I fucking can, like, I'm patient enough. Say, hey, I'm going to sit back and watch a movie, you know, and chill and relax. You know, when my mind is a little more fucking settled and I can just get into shit, right? I usually watch something I've probably seen a hundred times, right? Like the last movie I sat back and watched was My Cousin Vinny. Why? Because I love it. It's, it's a movie that I can just put on, you know? It's like The Matrix 1 or something, Okay. You got all the other Matrix and shit, you know, when they, they bending spoons and, and talking about, you know, how, you know, this shit was never really real to begin with, slash, you know, you're still the one, but, you know, this is cycle six and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, when it got complicated, more complicated than it needed to fucking be. So, you know... Uh, my cousin Vinny, it's it's just a, a just straight up fucking court comedy, you know. It was one of the, probably the greatest references of bowls of grits you can ever, you know, find out there because you know you gotta take pride in your grits and 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 that fucking scene is hilarious and that that black lady's face. My fucking God. The punchline is not the words. The punchline is after that white motherfucker talks about his passion for grits and the black lady smiling, okay? Just a frame. Just put a frame. Like, like if I wanted to do a, a historic, comedic, you know, of paintings, of, of famous shots, in movies or and maybe one room could be stand up like I would just have a frame of that that black lady's face smiling it would make me laugh because that's just the pride in that motherfucker's face he talks about what a true southerner <laughs> what what they're really about and why they don't give a fuck about instant grits but anyway 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 so I I'm the type of individual who I don't watch a lot of new movies. I mean, you know, when I'm a little bit back in the day, I was a little bit younger, like I was trying to devour everything. And, and getting back to this whole physical media shit, I noticed, though, that you have people who, 
they get movies from all over the place, right? And I know there's, there's, there's people on various sides of this damn argument, right? One side says it's better to have it than never watch, and never watch it than to not have the option. And some people say it's better not to, you know, pile up a bunch of fucking clutter and some shit that maybe you really don't want that you're never going to watch, okay? Like, or, or like with music, right? Like, for me, how many songs do you need? Like, don't get me wrong. I love a lot of music, but like, after about four or 5,000, maybe you can add a new track, a new song every now and then. Maybe there'll be a new album that you come up But like, why do you need hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of files of fucking music? Unless like you a historian. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I want to be an intelligent collector. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want every fucking, you know, movie uh, with Ernie if I don't want, legitimately want to watch all of them, okay? Ernie's dead and so is Vern. Like, I'm, who am I doing it for, okay? Maybe I only like the one where he saves Christmas or some shit, okay? Why do I need every Ernie fucking movie you know it just it just it just i don't get it i don't really get it but um i just feel like you complicate shit by collecting a bunch of shit that you know you're never going to use and like it's a lot of youtubers out there who like they do film reviews and whatnot i ain't gonna say no motherfucking names but they have these huge humongous collections and sometimes they will show oh, i got twenty thousand blu-rays and shit I'm like, yeah, and you know, and I bust 20,000 nuts in my existence. I didn't count every single one of them, but it's interesting because as Americans, we love mass, mass appeal, mass numbers, mass crowds, mass. But as much as I respect physical media, I think this idea that we need to hurry up and grab every fucking thing, you know, for the lights go out. It's, it's kind of dumb. It's kind of fucking dumb if you think about it. Because you do have people who devour films like fucking popcorn and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? But you got these people who honestly, they just collect a whole bunch of shit. They ain't doing nothing but collecting a bunch of dust. You know? And in and, and, and one, one, one position is, well, you know, you should just save all that shit so when you fucking die you know the next generation get like for what for fucking what what sense does that make why don't I just send your motherfucking junior june bug over here right now and shit know what i'm talking about come pick up this bullshit now okay i'll need a million fucking ho- the, the 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 howling movies okay the first one was suspect you know I mean, the, the how ain't nothing about fucking turning the werewolves and one bitch get naked. That's every fucking version of the I've seen them. I've sat in places where you can sit there and watch every fucking VHS or, or, or discounted DVD, okay? It's about a motherfucker turning into a werewolf and a bitch get naked. That's every single Howling sequel, okay? We don't need 20 fucking versions of that across a nice fucking wooden panel or wooden fucking I don't know uh, 
a, a bookcase or something that you can sit a bunch of fucking a bunch of shit that sits in plastic, okay? You know, you don't need every fucking uh, Halloween poster. You don't. You just don't need all this type of fucking physical media. You know what I'm saying? It, it just, it's just, it's ridiculous. And, and, and people are lying to themselves. People are lying to their motherfucking selves. Okay. I'm sitting here struggling just to watch the 4K version of Gladiator, one of the greatest movies of all time. Fucking uh, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, one of the greatest fucking movies of all time. These are some of my favorite fucking films ever. I ain't opened up that motherfucking DVD yet. Some of this shit might still be in the plastic, you know, still in the fucking cellophane. I'm about ready to ship the shit back. I'm not, but I'm just saying to you, what the fuck is the point? I mean, and you got these people, they just lying to their goddamn self. Well, you know, I'll get to that eventually. Bullshit. You're never getting to that. You're going to watch motherfucking Training Day and Die Hard and whatever, some other bullshit when Harry met Jerry, Sally, Jesse Rout, <laughs> whatever, right? You're going to watch the same bullshit you've been watching for the last 20, 30 years. You just don't know it yet. You, you, you or when the kids come out. When the kid, because because well, how many movies can you watch? How many plots, Okay. You, and you're trying to grab all the fucking physical media, okay? It's a lie, okay? Physical media is not dying. You are, motherfucker. You're the one getting all them grays. You're the one getting all those motherfucking gaps on the top of your motherfucking skull, okay? You're the one with that fucking bum knee and that funny-ass walk and shit. That's you, motherfucker. That's you. So, you know, I just encourage people to just stop cluttering shit. You know, stop getting, listen, it's not easy, but just don't do it. Because, you know, you know, you ain't got to wait for another economic crisis. To me, every fucking day is an economic crisis, okay? With our fucking spending habits, okay? We ain't got to wait every 10 years for the fucking world to blow up. We blowing our shit up by being in that damn DVD bin and shit. Or, or, or downloading every fucking thing that we can, you know, just, just don't do it, okay? Unless you a historian and you got a real reason to hold on that shit. Just, 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 just do like that old fucking song. Just, just, just do like the Tony Braxton song. Just let it go. Let it go. Just let it go. Everything is going to be all right. You feel me? So, speaking of, I don't know, uh, a bunch of shit of, 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 uh, of, of, uh, shit in, in excess, you know. The accessibility of fucking excess. Um, I've I recently been taking quite a few trips into the 7-Eleven, you know. Everybody's, you know, favorite uh, after-hour junk food whorehouse. 
And uh, <laughs> the thing about 7-Eleven is it's just so much fucking variety, okay? You can get a Slurpee, a bag of Doritos, a cheddar bag of Bugles, three fucking, what's those, a taquitos. You can get a breakfast one. You can get a, 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 a chicken and cheese one and a taco flavor one in the same fucking crumpling up bag. And you can get those fucking cookies for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? And you get a big ass twisty donut French fuck thing. You just can get a bunch of shit in there, okay? And, you know, pre-pandemic... But in particular, fucking probably right around Obama, pre-Obama, uh, I remember um, uh, Mitt Romney had uh, some joke he was saying to some people he was talking to that was Obama uh, supporters. I don't know if any of you motherfuckers remember this. He was talking about where you get them damn cookies from, uh, 7-Eleven. And I think they were made by the chef that Obama had at the time in the White House. Well, you know, them fucking seven, see, see, made full of shit. Them 7-Eleven cookies back in the day, they were good as fuck. They were good as shit. And <laughs> I, listen, listen, 7-Eleven got some good shit, okay? And, you know, they got the chicken wings. I can't be on here and not mention the chicken wings when they motherfuckers go on sale. Them motherfuckers fly off like they alive, okay? Them motherfuckers just fly out the damn store, okay? That's how motherfuckers be buying them chicken wings. Know what I'm talking about. But the thing is, the prices done gone up in that motherfucker, okay? Like, it, 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 here's the thing, okay? It's almost like they charge you... They taxing you for each suggestion you make on an item. Like, 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 and then like you read one thing. I'm like, all right, that's two for a dollar. Then you check the receipt. Now that wasn't two for a dollar. That was three eighteen. What the fuck happened? Or they don't they don't distinguish what's really on sale. And you gotta sit there and have a fucking conference call with these motherfuckers. On, on what is, you know, on, on sale. And I'm like, I don't want to go through that, okay? And this is the advantage that 7-Eleven has, has on the average motherfucking night dweller, particularly at night when you go in there. You just want your bullshit and you want to go, okay? It, it's, it's like prostitution. It's sex work, okay? You just here's you just you just hand the fucking money over whatever you know people if you know if you're into that lifestyle or you want to make the agreement quick okay you know your drugs you just want your drugs okay and that's in the form of some level two pizza with some pepperoni some sausage some ham some onions and. You know, the, the meatball, and you only taste the fucking, <laughs> you taste the cheese, you taste, you taste the pepperoni and a little bit of the ham. You can't even taste no bacon or nothing like that. I don't know what the fuck they be doing in there. That shit's sitting under that damn light for a hundred years. Maybe it just cooks all the nutrients out of it, but it's not really that great a fucking pizza. 
Okay, it's not. I mean, Domino's is like one grade above fucking <laughs> a Seven Eleven, and maybe just because they focus more on pizza. Okay, they call themselves a pizza place, but at the end of the day, I ain't gonna never use my motherfucking brain to order a Domino's pizza. I didn't stop that stupid ass fucking ad. But anyway, so Seven Eleven just they. <sighs> Those prices need to drop, okay? And um, one day, I, I tell you a story. I, I got so pissed off by the attitudes of, of the workers. So, so, so 7-Eleven, historically, I don't think they pay motherfuckers that good to be in there. But my thing is, if I'm spending decent money, at least treat me somewhat fairly, you know? So I go in that motherfucker, right? And uh, this was like, yeah, maybe six, seven o'clock summertime, not quite dark. I'm over here on U Street, and I go in that motherfucker, and I'm like, I really, no, I think I was at another one. Forget it, whatever, wherever I was at. I was at 7-Eleven, right? They all look alike, right? Like Chris Tucker said. So anyway, I go in the motherfucker, and I wanted pizza. And I, I wanted a certain amount of pizza, but I wanted it fresh. Okay, it's already bad enough that it's 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 almost throwaway pizza. But I want it fresh. At least let me get it fresh today. Okay, I don't want just two slices. Okay, so I, I asked the guy. I said, hey. Uh, can I get uh, the pizza fresh if I order a whole pizza? And look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be fucking honest with you. I'm not even going to like sit here and play around, right? I was in a very petty mood before I stepped in there. I was even more of a petty mood after this motherfucker acted like he didn't want to, you know, put out any new pizza and shit when he's supposed to put one out every 45 minutes or what. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? So, I just, I just did some shit that, you know, I, I normally don't fucking do. And I just said, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I let that motherfucker sit there, cook the whole fucking pizza, put that motherfucker in the box, said thank you, as he was waiting for me to pull out my motherfucking debit card and walked right out that motherfucker. I did that shit. I did that petty ass shit. Now, I only did it once. But I just was so fucking tired of these, you know, high-minded 7-Eleven workers with their stank attitude. Like, dude, it's just 7-Eleven pizza. Shit on Christmas, they give a thousand boxes of that shit out for free. Okay? It's not even fucking pizza, pizza. It's not even little fucking Caesars. Okay? It's 7 Eleven. Okay? And that, 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 that's all I want to say about 7 Eleven this week, maybe ever again, because, you know, they overpriced, they're pieces of shit, and, you know, I shouldn't have to deal with, 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 with a fucking attitude because you don't feel like putting out some more motherfucking pizza. 
that ain't even really all that golden. So, but anyway, uh, I, I I've been thinking also this week about my um, existence, existence, and about shit that has kept me alive over the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years or whatnot. And it's a, it's a short list, you know, other than not getting hit by a fucking bus or stabbed or, or shot or not being seriously, physically, you know, mortally wounded, some bullshit. So I, I just, I just, I just brought it down to three things that I could that I could come up with three simple things and um I I like to share with y'all right about now number one water yep water drinking water has kept me alive now you think motherfucker drinking water keeps everybody alive no it doesn't because everybody doesn't drink water not in this fucking country. I mean, you may, they drink soda, they drink wine, they drink beer, but apparently everybody does not drink water. I mean, they'll rinse their mouth out with it. They'll they make their coffee with it. You know, they'll, they'll fucking, you know, wash up in it and cook with it. But everybody don't drink water. Like this, and, and you know, maybe this is more of a, a, a modern day thing. Because I've seen kids where I'm like, don't, don't they parents know they're supposed to drink water? Don't they know water does things for you? It has like healing properties. It washes out your system. You know, it stops you from being dehydrated. It, 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 uh, 90%, we're like 90% water. Does this, do they fucking know? Do they know that they, they're made up substantially of water? Okay? Like, do they understand that? You know, I, I don't think they do. And I'm not going to lie and say I drink as much water as I should. Okay? My fat ass probably should be drinking three gallons a day or at least a gallon. And, you know, sometimes I do that. Mostly when it's hot as fuck outside. But you feel me? But water keeps you going and even when I used to drink a lot of soda which I don't do a whole lot now I'm, I'm trying to cut it out almost completely I noticed something it's a strange phenomenon that when you drink like a huge fucking Dr. Pepper and you're sitting inside a fucking Mickey D's or somewhere and you wash that shit down with some water afterwards you, you think better after that you know, your mouth is less dry. You know, your equilibrium equilibrium isn't as fucked up. Not to mention, your speech patterns aren't quite as fucked up either. You know, so, yeah, I will have to say drinking water has kept me alive. Another thing, art. Yes, art. And I don't just mean the art that I see. And I'm like, wow, look at Lindsay's. Sterling with her fucking smooth legs spinning as she works the violin. No, I'm not talking about that. 
I'm not even just I'm not just talking about the beauty of art as it relates to other people's art. I'm talking about the art that I've created. Okay? All of this shit to me is just like one com big conversation with my motherfucking soul, okay? Every joke, every poem, every essay, every attempt, every scratch out, every it's it's just being more introspective and and just being more internal and attuned with that whole reality, like just yeah, introspection, just just <sighs> creativity. It's, it's creativity is like it's worth the fucking struggle. Know what I'm saying? And it's goofy and wild and it's just I mean I've I've written some very strange things, you know. I've written, you know, a, a piece from the perspective of a motherfucker who just got caught fucking his girl and if he actually had time to explain to his best friend how it happened, this is what he would say before his, his ass got knocked the fuck out, you know. I've written shit about, you know, don't take life by the horns, take it by the balls. And trying to make that work, even though you know if you touch the bull's balls, he probably would knock yours off or knock your stomach through your fucking back. But I've just participated, participated in art. Maybe I need some more water is what I need. Let me start opening this up. I'm trying to stay alive for this podcast. Anyway... So I've 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 participated in in all types of art. Um, I've been meaning to get into other things, you know, maybe a little improv or something. But I've done skits. I just think that the foolishness and the wildness and the extreme observational qualities of art has kept me here. Pardon me. So, I, I think this is why it should always be valued in these schools, and not just in these schools, but in the parks and just in the communities. Like this, I, I, I just think it's worth it. Okay, yeah. Do I want to be good? Do I want to be great in a way? I guess, but I think it's deeper than that. I think it's about staying alive and examining life and, you know, leaving something for some other motherfuckers when you die, you know? Just like the tree where they write their names and stuff and anyway, you know. So art, right? But I think out of all the things that, you know, if I had, if I had, to, if I had to get it down to just which one combined with the other two but more than the other two have kept me on this planet I have to say the number one thing is remaining single I know I know somebody like what I haven't remained single I've been divorced three times that's my motherfucking point that's my motherfucking point and I mean you're still alive a little bit. I mean, you might have a little bit of a half-life going on, 
you know, walk around half dead and shit. But no, listen, seriously. What I mean is, is that I'm not against marriage. Yeah, I'm against some monogamy. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. But I'm not really, okay, I'm not against, okay? I'm pro-choice when it comes to monogamy, okay? You can choose to be monogamous if you want to be. I'm choosing to not, you know, and maybe I will one day, but um, I can't see it for the foreseeable future or whatever the fuck future is beyond that. So know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just don't. I, I think if I had got married and had kids, I'm not saying it would have been a, a bad fucking life. I'm just saying that I might have killed myself. I'm just, it's possible. A lot of married people kill themselves. Okay, I'm not just speaking. Well, I'm speaking from the perspective of men, but I'm not excluding women, okay? I mean, there are some husbands. There are some fucking village dwellers out there. There are some people who go to work every day and aren't even aware that ha- they have a marriage going on in the background, okay? <laughs> so I, I get that. There are the, there's some guys that got so much to prove, but they ain't got no groove or no energy toward their fucking relationship. Then you got guys who are too much on the other extreme. Everything in their life is about their wife and this and that. And other motherfuckers just don't want to hear it. And I'm not even talking about single motherfuckers like myself. I'm talking about motherfuckers who are married themselves. Who are trying to get away, not away from their wives, but, you know, it's an aspect, okay? There's a compartmentalization of your daily life to some degree. And this idea that everything overlaps all the time is bullshit. Like every waking moment isn't about the person that you're next to. Some moments is just about that cup of coffee. Some moments is just about a motherfucker making you laugh in the street. Okay? That doesn't negate the importance of another individual in this world, you know, that's important to you. But I haven't had that, (laughs) and I'm kind of glad I haven't because, you know, I'm not going to say I'm settled in my ways, but I got certain ways, you know, and if I meet somebody that I'm willing to put up with and they're willing to put up with me on that level... Hopefully, I'll be happy with me fucking somebody else. So anyway, yeah, I, I'm more into, yeah, I'm, I don't like the idea uh, for political reasons, which I don't like talking politics, too. I don't like the setup. I don't like the way that this whole marriage thing in this country is designate. Fuck. So anyway. Yeah, being single, drinking water, and art have definitely kept me going in this thing called life. I just want to talk for a few more minutes about building a character as a comedian. Because I've been really thinking about this, about how can I... 
come up with a consistent act that I'm very comfortable operating in. You know, you know, and some people say, well, it's not really an act. Like, bitch, it's an act, okay? It's a performance, okay? At best, it's a hyperized version of yourself, okay? You're performing as yourself. But there's certain things that you're highlighting at the end of the day. And um, which is cool, which is cool. But like you just you, you don't want to take it too serious because who wants to listen to a comic who takes himself too serious? That doesn't that, that, that that's a fucking conflict of interest. But you do want to focus in some areas and experiment in certain ways to where you're able to have the freedom to really just target areas where it's just it's natural. It's natural for you. And I've never felt like the best storyteller in the past, but through comedy I feel like I'm getting more into the storytelling mode. And um that's a good thing. That's a real good thing. And um I just uh I just hope I'm able to kinda really nail it. Just really because like there's so many great comics that just it's like it was just an extension of themselves. So that, that's what I'm trying to be. Um and uh, you know, I just hope that I'm that I'm nailing it, you know. And you know, as I put more stuff out, I'm 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 welcome to some form of constructive criticism. You know, whether I take it or not, I, I'm willing to I'm willing to listen and um I'm sure I'm gonna get some good thoughts and ideas and advice from uh people who pay attention to my work and eventually I'll get around enough comedians with more experience to me experience than me and I can I can gain more wisdom from them. And um yeah, so um that's the podcast. Um, I hope everybody has been having a, a wonderful week. Um, uh, I, I uploaded uh, yesterday a little, little small clip, a little short performance I had, um, a little what I like to call bacon bit, and uh, check that out if you haven't checked that out. Let me know what you think. This has been the Robert Henry Rants Podcast. And I will see you motherfuckers later. Peace.